Compose Loudness, this is open-ended. For the last time, <laughs> we're I'm two okay. best friends. Blur the lines between fiction and fact. I'm Cher. I'm James, and I'm looking right across from you. I know I could like <laughs> I could reach out and touch you if I wanted to. We, we just we just touch hands right now. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm in New York, and not just in New York. I'm in Gimlet's motherfucking studios. <laughs> and I feel like this is the perfect way to end this. Yeah, like we started from the bottom, and now we're literally here. <laughs> Starting from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Nigga, started from the bottom, now we here. Like, <laughs> man, just think like 99 episodes ago, we were underneath your infinity scarf in my art studio, talking into like an earpiece. And from a, from a, from my earbud set. Like it wasn't even from like an earbud set. It wasn't even like the over the over the ears. It was like a legit like ear earbud headset. It's incredible. In the crevice of your computer. Yeah. And we talked for seven minutes about I think I was talking about Slater Kenny. Yeah. And we didn't even have a tagline. It was just kind of like we're gonna talk for a couple of minutes. Recording right now. Okay, so you told me your ideas though, but what's your ideas about what you want this podcast to be? Hmm. Well, honestly, I don't know what this. I want this podcast to be. You don't want it to be about you know anxiety only, and you don't want it. You know, we can't have about our feelings all the time. (laughs) Even though, like, I feel feelings constantly. I know we're just always stuck full of our feelings. This is the open-ended podcast. to like test and see if they're allow us to be online <laughs> and now look at us man. yeah and, and literally like i hope y'all don't mind that we're doing this but like we're gonna take a minute to reflect <laughs> there's a lot because, of reflection yeah we had here because i think like the biggest thing now is that like both of our careers have changed because dramatically of this fucking show and now, like, the reason why we're in Gimlet's offices is because, like, we both work in radio now. It's incredible. Yeah. And, like, this little project, like, now, <laughs> yep, I'm about to cry. Um, this, <laughs> l- <laughs> this little project has led us to where we are right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I never thought was even conceivable. I didn't have any expectations really outside of the fact that I was going to do something with you finally. It was mm. one of those things that I, one of like those like bucket list items or at least like creatively. It was bucket some, list? Yeah. Oh man. It was like, I want to work with James in some capacity that is longer than three weeks. <laughs> that will actually have some longevity. And I was very early on saying like, I need someone who will keep me accountable. Yeah. Um, because I, I start projects, or at least at the time I start projects and get very invested, and then I drop the ball and then never pick it back up again. Yeah. And our first attempt at doing that was a Twitter-based music app, uh, music blog that um, I won't tell the, I won't name the project until a little later. But 
We tried it for a couple of weeks. It didn't. We didn't even make it through the entire month before we fell off. Yeah. And then it took us about another six months to seven months to actually pick it up again. And then in February, cold, cold day in February, <laughs> we went to brunch. Yeah, we did. And yes. we talked about what we want to do with this podcast. And then we talked for 10 minutes. And that was it. And we, an open-ended was birthed. Yeah. Now. Now that music blog that was only on Twitter is now our podcast company, Post Loudness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And James now works for Gimlet Media, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's bonkers, man. It's bonkers. He lives and... in Brooklyn and goes to Soul Cycle. Like he's <laughs> living his truth in a way that, like, I I oh man knew he was capable of love. And it's kind of it's wild. Like as a, as a person who still like lives in Chicago and visiting you in New York, it's kind of like seeing. I know this is really silly and maybe not the best analogy, but it's kind of like seeing a a dolphin out at sea, and a it dolphin? feels like. It feels like he, you like you were where you're supposed to be. You're like out and you're free. That really means like, oh my god. And it feels like this is where you're supposed to be. Like it's like you're flourishing. You're, you're like living your best self. Oh my and god, shut up. No, it's true. It's just like the way people respond to you in the office. The way that like you know you're, and just in, in your circles here, like you are where you're supposed to be. And I always like thought that like while you're in Chicago that Chicago wasn't going to be your only place of residence like I knew you were going to leave eventually I just didn't know how or when I thought that you know you'd be picked up by some design firm because when I first met you you were like you know balls deep in design <laughs> and this was Can like you just not say balls deep? <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> well, I mean it's what it was you yeah. were you know okay. in you were in tech that was your thing and I assumed like you might be picked up by some agency, mm-hmm. possibly not in New York, maybe LA or San Francisco. Like I figured that you would be going, but not Chicago. I knew Chicago wasn't like your last destination and you weren't going to build a full life there. And I, and I was okay with that. So I was like, well, I'm glad that I got to know you while you were there and seeing you in New York. It's like, of course this makes sense. It makes total sense to me. It doesn't, it's sad because, um, you're not as close, but it's it's really thin. But mm. but like that sadness is like swiftly following like this overarching joy because like I don't know you're you're doing oh so gosh. well, and I know that sometimes it doesn't well. feel like you are where you were a year ago. Like let's take a snapshot of where you were a year ago. Oh my god, you were doing freelance still. MTV hadn't even called you yet. Mm. And we were eating, we were like hanging out, just like whatever. It was, it was, as we recorded this, it's the day before my birthday. We we're just hanging out, doing whatever. Yeah. Probably recording this, uh, probably recording an episode. Like we we're just doing, probably. you know, we're hanging out in some office, being goofy, probably crying in a cubicle somewhere, wondering, like, you know, am I going to make rent next month? And now, yeah. And now, and I remember on your birthday last year, you were feeling kind of, down because I you, was so down. you were feeling down you were like i don't know what i'm doing i'm putting all this energy into this field that i really want to be a part of but i'm not getting any result i'm just like just wait you were at a crossroads i think in a lot of ways because you were doing a lot with post loudness at the time but there was little 
pay off in the way that like I think in professionally in the way that you hadn't mm-hmm. expected. I think because of your notoriety in design, I think you were waiting for that to happen in radio. Mm. And you've been working really, really hard and it just hadn't come yet. And you were feeling luck laster. We had watched um this movie called Don't Think Twice. Oh yeah. And yeah, we did. And then went to a really terrible pizza place that was overpriced. It was the worst pizza, yeah. <laughs> and you it were not good. <laughs> yeah. And and you were just down and I you know, I was trying to be, you know, a supportive friend, but also just being realistic. It's like you gotta give yourself time, dude. Patience. Mm. It will come. It will come. Like keep doing it. Keep making it work. You're 27, or at least you just turned 27 at the time. Like, you got time. You're going to be fine. You know, you are still, you know, a smart guy. No one can rob you of that. Like, you'll be fine. You'll make it work. Six weeks later, MTV called. Like, it's, you know, it's timing. And I think with the show, what it helped us do was prepare for that opportunity. Mm. You know, it took a little bit, but, you know, the end result is where we're sitting in right now. Like, and this is not even the end result. This is just the end of this particular chapter. Like, we have so much further. We have so much more runway to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, like, look at you. I mean, like, you're here, but at the same time, like, you just, like, pitch something. And I'm pretty certain it's going to get, like, picked up. Like, yeah, it's fucking dope. Man. It's so <laughs> great. It's so great. And like, I haven't been able to process it fully because um, I've been in a room full of like really awesome professionals. And I can't be just like giggling like a schoolgirl. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, even I'm cool too. I can't do that and not be taken seriously as a professional woman that I am. Yeah. But um, it's really, really great. And um, I'm the last person to like ever acknowledge the things that I'm doing that are great. Mm-hmm. I just do it, and that fills me with, you know, some sort of purpose, but I'm not necessarily trying to get validation, just kind of like, I'm making things, and that makes me happy. If any other people think it's cool, great, but it's not the only thing that defines the work that I'm doing. And so being across the table from Alex Bloomberg and having him and me relate to like whatever the conversation we're having and laughing about it and him actually being excited about potentially working on this project is um it's something i will hold dear for a while so as you should yeah like it's it was yeah it was unexpected certainly you know i came into the meeting thinking like well this is probably drush no one's gonna like this you know what am i gonna do i was blindsided because there was a similar thing happening already in the works and so i kind of had a finesse but i made it work and i think because of all the groundwork that i've done with open-ended with other projects that i've been able to do because of this show it has prepared me for you know, opportunities like this. And I know how to produce in my head. I know how to, you know, not necessarily pull a story out of my ass, but I have all the tools, all of the knowledge that I've been able to accumulate over the last two and a half years because of this show. Mm -hmm. And um, I will forever be grateful for it. 
Look at God. Blessings. <laughs> Blessings. Oh, man. So, like, oh, man. So, like, where wh- where do we go from here? I mean, like, where where do we go from here? I don't know. Um, I guess I could talk about this now um, a little bit. Um, I'm starting another little podcast um, called I Need an Adult with um, Catherine Thornton from Unlearned and the one and only Alex Cox of Refresh, of Roboism, of Dubai Friday. She's going to have a fourth podcast because she does the most. But also she's a fabulous human being and I'm really excited to work on this project with her. And it's going to be about us talking about um, us growing up and figuring out life's foibles but also realizing that we are the adults we actually might need (laughs) and uh just trying to give as much advice as we can get you know give um as functioning adults for the most part we're all pretty we're adulting pretty decently but um adulting is also on a spectrum yeah so yeah, so I'm going to dig deep into that. Um, the first episode, it kind of goes all over the place, but... Um, you already recorded it? We recorded the first episode, uh, dropping TBD, but very soon, <laughs> in September, it's going to be out. Um, I can't give you the exact date, but in September, it's going to be out, and we're also going to be part of the Chicago Podcast Festival in October. So, very excited for that, and uh, otherwise, still doing Gossip Girls, completely going strong and fat so uh yeah just trying to make fun stuff and um i don't know continue working on my craft i guess Hmm. uh what about you james what's what's up for you oh man so i'm not even gonna lie like i've been thinking about this a lot for like the last like month or so because like as this has been coming to a close like I've really just kind of been thinking about, like, what I need for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm kind of going to be taking the opposite approach <laughs> of you. And I'm going to, I'm gonna like, severely, like, lay back a little bit. I mean, like, I feel like I've been going really hard for, like, a couple of years. And to be completely honest, like, I forgot, like, what it's like to like just slow down and to just like kind of think about like what do I want what what is it that I want to do you know um so I am not (laughs) gonna start any new projects at least I'm gonna try not to well I mean you Um, are also working on a very narrative driven show mm -hmm. like it's a full-time job like I like these things are not full-time jobs for me This is like collectively mm-hmm. ten to twelve hours a week. This is not a full time thing for me. Yeah. So my my experience is definitely different from yours. So like like it's it's understandable that you don't want to do anything outside of um the nod right now. Yeah. But but the thing is like I just really want to get like really really good at my craft. Like I think that's just kind of like where I am right now. Like who knows? Maybe I might like work on like an outside thing or two, but like. Because I think I just can't stop from, from like, not doing anything extra. But, like, I just really want to, like, I feel like for, like, the last, like, five years, I've been, like, like, kind of, like, like, skating across the surface 
of of a bunch of things. You know what I mean? Like, like if you imagine like somebody like like skipping rocks, mm-hmm. like I feel like I've been doing that across so many various things. Mm-hmm. Th- like, I want to know what it's like to kind of like dig my heels into like a thing for a while, and really like kind of refine, like kind of like how how it felt for me like back in college when I really was like in depth in design and art and those type of things like and you don't feel like you're not doing that with the nod right now i do feel like it i do feel like it and i and i want to take that like further okay you know what i mean like i'm still i'm still fairly new like a couple months at the nod and I, i guess in the longer term of radio um my radio journey began with open ended yeah so I'm still super new yeah. and I just want to like get really fucking good. And I, and like, you know, just like the conversations we had that comes with time mm-hmm. and, and, patience. and patience and and being intentional with what you're doing too. Yeah. So I think that's like what, like my, what's next? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like, yeah. Like with my go- ongoing projects with, um, it's all relative. Like that's something I've been working on for six months and probably be working on for another six months. It's an ongoing project and being intentional and making time for it and doing the research and digging in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot, but I understand where you're coming from. We're yeah. just wanting to work on one project. And I think for me, how I work um, is that to have a couple of things going and maybe it's part of my ADD, but um, having like, I can work on this thing this ongoing project for three weeks and then if my brain gets tired i can jump on something else mm-hmm. to lighten the load a little bit kind of like my third screen <laughs> yeah like so like i'm 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 like with the like at least like i i can understand that and i think for me i'm trying to fight that because like like that's like i like it's it's weird because like that can either like contribute to my generalized anxiety or it can like i i'm, I'm not i'm not so certain because like sometimes if i'm doing a bajillion things like i feel like that's hiding my anxiety because oh, i'm because i'm doing a bunch of things that's that's part of and my thing. Yeah. and when i'm doing like one thing that's when anxiety comes up and i guess like what I've been really trying to do a lot lately is trying to surface that anxiety because I need to like act on it. Like, 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 I like, there's, there's, Oh, I'm sorry. I I think there's something to be said about not necessarily like embracing anxiety, but managing it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, I didn't think we're going to talk about anxiety this episode, which is fine. But I mean, I think that's kind of the hallmark of the show. But, um, as far as, the way that we op- operate and the way we approach our work individually, I think with in this particular show as well, wanting to embrace anxiety or confront it, it I think it comes down to us working on something that's ongoing, I think gives us kind of like a safety net something that we can lean on when things are a little erratic and not necessarily work induced anxiety but like outside work and and outside of work life anxiety because that's a lot of my 
anxiety comes from just life, not necessarily work, but life stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I think with this show and the projects that I'm working on now, I like having options. I like knowing that this is not the only thing that I'm working on. Um, I think when it, like when you mentioned uh, working on one project, that's when anxieties pop up. I think it's good to confront them, but also giving yourself time, being patient with yourself is so key. Um, my ongoing project, um, I was you know really committed in the first three months, and then I took like a month off, and it helped in a lot of ways. And I think sometimes you just need to like be forgiving to yourself. And if anxiety comes up because you um, are working on one thing for a while, it's okay. But it, I think fighting through it, it's not necessarily the right reaction to it. I think there is a healthier way to do it. At least for me, it feels like I'm perpetuating even further into the anxiety and it can even span out even more. Hmm. So I, I mean, I respect that that's what you, uh, that how, that's how you work through your anxiety. For me, it's more or less get, letting myself forgive myself when I'm not doing the thing that I'm supposed to be working on or even, or the idea of supposing to be doing something. It's what I want to accomplish and giving myself um, a timeline and a structure and a goal, but also being forgiving to myself when I may not hit that mark. Hmm. So like I was talking to a friend yesterday about just all the things that I'm doing. She was like, make sure to, you know, take care of yourself and I was like oh yeah yeah I mean like take care of myself is giving myself I'm giving myself projects because I don't like being idle like and I know that's how I am me not doing anything is bad so um giving myself little pet projects little things that are low stakes helps me just like to keep my head afloat Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if I can sustain that forever but for right now it's fine um, yeah, so that was a bit of a tangent, but all I have to say is that I think confronting anxiety, it's, it's, there's two sides to that. And, um, as a friend, I just want to make sure that while you're confronting anxiety to be kind to yourself and be forgiving to yourself when you're not going to be able to actually confront it because you don't know what kind of state you might be in. And that, and that, and that can be accounted for any kind of experience honestly Mm -hmm. well i want to make sure you're kind to yourself too yeah if that's a last parting gift to each (laughs) other be kind to yourself james i think that's like kind of the theme i guess like as as we close this out like yeah we're gonna try to be kind to our to ourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) in in every which way possible and like I think ending the show, too, was a kindness to ourselves and not giving ourselves this um, this appointment that we have to make every week. I think that, you know, we'll still obviously be friends 
Um, yeah. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> nope, this is it. As soon as we get out of here. So it's like, As so, soon as we get out of here, peace. Yeah, I finally broke the chains from this woman. Um, But I think in the long run, though, it's a kindness to us because we're giving ourselves time to work on something else. Yeah. So um, I did want to do something, though, that we had revi- we had did in the second episode. I want to revisit a couple of questions that we had asked our, um, at the time we were, we were good friends, but I don't think we were best friends yet. So we asked other oh, people yeah. outside of our, outside of us, you know, questions about friendship break technology. So <laughs> James, if you can bring it up, please. Yeah, yeah. Open Ended this week is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They told us not to write an ad, but you should enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, that was from episode two, right? Yes, eat a bagel for me. Man, oh man, how far we've come. Yeah, um, Oksana, shout out to Oksana, one of my best friends in this entire world. She was actually living in New York at the time when I interviewed that, when I did that interview for her. And she's now back in Chicago, but yeah, it's just a wild time. That's so incredible, man. I know. Like, People, like that's so long ago. Two and a half years. Dude, the Google Doc says March second, twenty fifteen. Ooh, what a what a time! Wow. In today's August twenty fifth, twenty seventeen. We have come a long way, baby. Man, okay. So before we get into this question, I just want to like, kind of like briefly skim over like. So we've been using, like, Google Docs pretty much for, like, every single episode of Open Ended that Mm -hmm. we've done. And I'm just going to read, like, some little bits from this Google Doc that we had as our prep. (laughs) So at the top of the Google Doc, it says, topic, colon, friendship, what changes in the digital sphere? Then we have script, intro, compelling B-side clip from interview (laughs) leading into theme. And then share, you say... Today is Monday, March 2nd, 2015, and this is open-ended. I'm Cher Vincent. Oh, we, we time-stamped it. Yeah, we, we did. About that. Wow. And thanks to everyone that listened to our pilot episode. We really appreciate the support. And if this is your first time listening to the open-ended podcast, take a few minutes to check out the pilot first. Damn, man. All right. We were babies. And to think, though, like this episode was technically reported. Mm-hmm. Like this was a reported piece that we did. It was. I we were on location. I tape synced two conversations. Man, this is really nostalgic. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I got the questions up. Mm-hmm. And it says questions to ask friends. Number 1. How long have we known each other? Um as of Tuesday of this week, 5 years. Um, this is so sappy, man. I know. Sorry. So I'm like so sappy. I'm so sorry for all the listeners out there who are like, oh my God. Oh my Just God. get a ram already. No, we won't. But also, um, yeah. Anyway. Continue. Right. Number two. Do you feel that our friendship has changed with technology? Yes. Okay, how? Um, because I think we make a point to communicate with one another and I think when we were living in the same city um we uh we 
were so accessible and just felt like I was more codependent to you. <laughs> and, I mean, I can agree because I was also as well. Yeah, but like if I had a bad day, you were like the first person I was like, yeah. Uh, I had a bad day. Could I come over to your house and smoke? Uh, can I go over and eat pizza? Uh, can I just like, could we just be in a cubby together and cry? Can you just like watch? Could you just, like hold me for like five minutes, yes, please? Yes, absolutely. And you know, when you moved away, obviously you weren't at arm's length anymore. So the conversations that we had with one another were still like lighthearted and funny, but the time that we, you know, shared through technology was more intentional and I felt that I didn't need you in my life, but I wanted you in my life. And I mean, like I can completely agree. I mean, if anything, like I, I think like I'll take a different approach in saying, do you feel like our friendship has changed with technology? As in like when I, when I saw you um, today, no, no, no. Wow. Not today. (laughs) <laughs> when I saw when I saw you at um at the coffee shop um oh, yeah. after after um like you landed and everything and like I finished work and I met you at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and I heard your voice <laughs> and this has been like only a couple months but the only what time that I've heard your voice is over Skype or over phone or over FaceTime but to hear your voice in like live I remember the first thing I said was, your voice sounds different. Yes, you did. <laughs> and it's just amazing, like, how much, like, our ears can be so tuned to, like... A certain frequency. Ha- to a certain frequency and, like, hearing someone's voice, like, in that certain matter. And now your voice sounds completely normal to me. Like, because it, it's been, like, a day or so that right. I've heard you just live. Right. And it's wild because, like, it's changed our friendship because, like, the voice that I've heard, like, is different, but it's still the same. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like. It's, a, it's like a filter. Yeah. It's it's a filter. And it's like, when I hear your voice in that way, it's like, oh, this is this is my share away. Aww. And now. <laughs> and now this is my share here. <laughs> and, like, even in this weird kind of way, like us sitting across from each other like with mics in front of us and hearing your voice like piped in like is a different layer of friendship because like our friendship has grown through the conversations we've had in this matter mm-hmm. you know what i mean so so yeah that like that's how i feel like tech has changed our friendship mm-hmm. um because like <laughs> our friendship has grown over these multitudes of ways that we've communicated, you know? For sure. Um, and just I mean, I think at the end of the day, open ended has been a audio journal, an audio diary of our friendship. I mean, we were I mean, even if you hear the older episodes, uh, we're still a little awkward on mic and just all a little awkward with our with each other. There's things <laughs> I learned about you on mic. My God, <laughs> what was something you learned about me on mic? Oh my God, um, trying to think. Um, your I think episode sixty nine was I. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh 
for oh, a multitude of Oh my reasons. god. I forgot we did that. Of course we did. On mic. On mic. Yeah, that was we were out here. That was that was a that incredible was... experiment in our friendship. Oof. And that was actually pretty late in our friendship. I know. Um yeah, I mean, like, and I think that says a lot just about, like, keeping the mystique alive and keeping mm. the mystery alive. But, I mean, even early on, just the way you interact with technology, I knew that you had a, a certain method to your madness as far as the way you operated within technology and learning more about your, you know. I'm very particular. You are very particular, but, you know, me learning about you, you know, helped me learn about myself in the way that I approach technology. And then, you know, of course, I integrated a lot of your practices within my own. And then before I know it, mm-hmm. I ha- I'm having every appointment that I make in my calendar. I'm and very if proud I, of you. And no matter, and no matter what I'm doing, I have to put in my calendar because I rely on it so heavily now. I'm and so proud of you. I am too. And look, it's helped me balance a lot of my time management. It's helped me manage my ongoing projects. And it's helped me as a, not just a radio um, producer, but also just as a functioning human being yeah. <laughs> in a way that like I didn't foresee when I started this project mm. with you. Damn. So, are right, you ready for the last question? Yeah, hit me with it. All right. Do you think we would remain friends if certain technologies didn't exist? Oh man, I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. I think if we lived in the nineteen teens, or like if if I don't know. Well, first of all, if we were in the, in the teens, then it'll be right before the Great Depression. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm like what I'm saying, like if we lived in a time where like there wasn't like a telephone, all there was was like letters. I don't know if we would, you know, have as close a, a friendship. Yeah, um, it's hard to say because, like, to be completely honest, like when we met at our friend's birthday party for mm-hmm. the first time. A lot of our, like, introductory, like, communication was over Twitter. Yep. So, yeah, like, Twitter is, like, a big part of our friendship, like, still to this date. Yep. Which is wild. Yeah. I think every year during that, like, Valentine's Day matching, I think I still match with you every (laughs) time. Jesus Christ. It's so bad. (laughs) So gross. So gross. Um, But, yeah, I know, yeah, like we were saying, Twitter has been such a staple of our friendship and and facetime and yeah and i think we were like heavily especially now because you're not close anymore um i'm close like in your soul in your heart yeah sure um (laughs) 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 yes and on a a metaphysical space yes you're very close you're very close there's a little chamber that's that's labeled names in my heart i say there's four chambers and i got one yeah, you got one for sure. <laughs> yes, definitely. Next to friends and family. Hmm. You know, within friends and family, there's a little subsection that says James. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I. Um, yeah, I think technology is such a vital part of our friendship now because it keeps us connected, and um, I want to believe that if certain technologies weren't. Uh, available to us we would still be friends i think that even if we hadn't seen each other for years we would be able to pick we would be able to you know pick up where we left off and we would obviously catch up but i think if our paths crossed again we would 
I think the foundation of the friendship we've made in these last five years, it's ingrained in you. It's not something that you can just like wipe away. Yeah. So, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I want to say yes, optimistically, yes. Yeah. Realistically, maybe. But, but guess what? We'll never know. We'll never know <laughs> because we live in the. 20- we're friends for life, buddy. Yeah. Ain't no getting rid of me. <laughs> Good to know. Ain't no getting rid of me. Aw, man. So, so this is it, man. This is uh, this is the very last open ended. Um, do we have it one hundred? Yeah, uh, I think it's a milestone to be like completely real. And I feel like we should be proud. Like, amidst all this sadness and, like, me blinking away tears, like, I think we should, like, kind of take a moment to be not only proud of ourselves, but just, like, I guess incredibly thankful for, like, all of y'all who who have been listening. Um, Thankful to every single guest. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Every guest that we Um, had, thank you so much for taking the time. And sitting with us and making us into reporters and interviewers that we never really thought that we would be like you are part of the reason why we're here so we wouldn't have been here without you and our listeners our faithful listeners who every week come through Mm -hmm. uh major shout outs to like (laughs) all the damn youtube uh uh fucking um tutorials that we watch oh to my learn, gosh like radio production shout out to the swedish teens all <laughs> the swedish teens shout out to y'all shout out to transom for all those articles that we've read mm-hmm. through um shout out to third coast because like we both ended up doing the residencies yes um and, and talks yeah and like the wild thing about it's like we um like pieces that we made here on open ended like led us to where we are you know what I mean? It's just, like, incredible. Like, um, like shout out to, like, our intern that we had, Tess Callagher. Who's living like, her best life in, in, in Ireland right now yeah, and just really doing great. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are. I wouldn't have a podcast collective with wonderful, wonderful shows and people that I admire and look up to and excited that they're mm-hmm. part of something that I created that no one that no one thought it was stupid yeah <laughs> you know no one thought that the show was stupid yeah i think so. like major shout out to like our loved ones oh um. my gosh yes <laughs> we interviewed our parents the third episode like we were thank you um thank you so much for i don't know just yeah. for being so supportive give a shout out to my wife because like there's been so many fucking times where i've been working late on open-endeds or like came home late and she's she's still remember she ain't divorced we, me <laughs> remember fam i remember when we used to record edit do show notes and push it out the same night the same night we would yeah, come that, in that after left. work after our eight hour work day we would come in at six o'clock in the evening record an hour episode edit it within you know 45 minutes after you know edit it for like two hours track it um, do show notes and put it up on Simplecast. We uh, we were we were fucking morning edition, all things considered. Before mm-hmm. I don't know, like yeah. we were our own. Like we were we were fucking turning shit around mad quick, very quickly. Um, and then there was like a brief. There was like a like a good twenty episode run where we recorded it in our Chicago apartment, mm-hmm. and like Sinead be there. 
Yeah. <laughs> like we'd we'd have food delivered. We'd like uh like go in my home studio. Oh my god! Like, goddamn! Like, remember it's, the it's fir- remember yeah. when we first got our first little microphone outside? Of, oh my god! Yes. We like scraped together seventy dollars. We can buy a blue snowball mic, and, and we, we were so. It fucking excited about it and we shared the mic we shared the mic we had one track we had one track or remember (laughs) when i made our portable studio sound booth rather and i was so proud damn like we've come such a fucking long way dude we are in like i don't know like i'm not gonna (laughs) i mean i'm in gonna care like we doing our own dick flute solo right now but i don't even care man this is the time this is is it this is the time to like be we're you know flexing a little bit and i rarely flex but like this is we like we've 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 given talks we've been on public radio we've been on stages like this is all from this little goddamn little project that we started yeah and now like we're recording episode 100 inside gimlet media like, like I don't know. I'm 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 just I'm just really like looking across at you and I've seen you grow over two years. Like you've become so much more confident. You've be, you've like come into yourself. You still got some work to do. Uh, but you okay. know, as, as a friend I'm as a friend <laughs> I'm pushy. But it's just really at work as in I need to work on my confidence. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah, um, let's that's a distinction. Let's, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm still a little eh, whatever, but that's yeah. fine. It's it's okay to be humble. And <laughs> just like Hendrick said, uh, <laughs> uh, it's it, it's it's incredible. And yeah. I just wanted to say that it's amazing and it's incredible to see. Thank you, and same to you. I mean, like, I mean, I said it earlier in the episode, but you know this is not a mistake this is not a fluke (laughs) this is not a happenstance you are here because you put in the motherfucking work you slaved over a keyboard that tiny pathetic little air that you had oh that little macbook air little macbook air and you pushed it to the to the fucking brink every week yo so many fucking um uh, Logic files breaking constantly. <laughs> we lost so many episodes, so many fucking uh, noise gates. I've had to like mask the fans that would be going off from my like tiny computer. Man, we've come a long way, bud. Yeah, and incredible. But, but I'm saying it's like you being here, you being you know poached by MTV, you being poached by Gimlet. Like this is not a mistake. You were here because they saw in you what i have seen in you is that you have this unimaginable talent and this hunger that you know has gotten you this far and i can't even imagine how far you're gonna go so thank you like thank you for like saying hey let's let's um like when i say when i said hey let's start a podcast and you said okay thank you for wanting to do that (laughs) because you definitely could have done Nah, man. Uh, po- I don't know, man. Like I, a I, podcast. Man, I remember it like it was like like it was yesterday. It was beginning of February. We were in we a went dollop. To, uh, we went to dollop, dollop coffee. coffee. <laughs> You're still working in at Streeter, the Trib. Streeterville, Chicago. I was working at Trib. I was on my lunch break. You came and met me. We got we got lunch. Yeah, I remember I got like a bagel sandwich. Yeah, and I had and, and a muffin or something. And that effect, you probably. proposed that, and we were like, "Yo, let's record a pilot. Let's record a pilot. Let's see what happens." And you're like, "What would we call it?" And I was like, "Oh no, just keep it. You know, I don't know. It could be whatever, open ended." I was like, 
That doesn't sound too bad. Open ended, it's kind of weird and funny. Yeah. It's a joke that like gets less less funny after you hear it, but it's it's yeah. fun. It's a, that's a, I think it's a weird pun. Yeah. And, and now whenever I hear the phrase open ended, I fucking think of this goddamn podcast. This ridiculous <laughs> show, and I'm so happy to have spent the last two and a half years doing this project with you. Yeah. So thank Come you. Over here, give me a hug. Give me a hug. Come on. Uh, Come fine. over here. Come over here. Give me hugs here. Come on. Huggy hugs. Oh, this has been great. All right. This is going to be the last time we do the credits. Thanks. Oh, so. my God. Oh, my God. Let's make this count. Okay. Keep keep all of this in, Cher. Um, <laughs> On headphones. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe this is gonna happen. Okay. Uh, okay, guys. All right. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. It's too late. I'm already crying. Oh my god. Okay. Open ended. <laughs> oh god. God damn it. <laughs> oh James. <sighs> Open ended is Cher Vincent and me, James T. Green. It was produced by me, Sheriff Vincent, with sound design by me, Sheriff Vincent. And you can follow us and continue following our journeys <laughs> on Twitter. You can like, follow me uh, at Share Musings. And you can follow me at underscore James T. Green. We are keeping this channel open, so do not unsubscribe. We want to continue dropping in every once in a while when we decide to record an episode. It could be next week. It can be next year. But, you know, keep it open. You should try to make that pun on purpose. Yes. <laughs> but. Oh, man. Um, and give us a rating if you haven't done so by now. What's your problem? Like, we reminded you <laughs> so many fucking times. Just rate us. Like, give us this last bit. This Come last on, man. Push. Just do it. Just do like, it. Like. <laughs> We get like a lot of listeners, and I think we have maybe like thirty reviews on I, I, Apple Music. Like, come on, guys! Like, give us this little bit for real. Oh man! So, like, seriously, rate us on I, rate us on Apple Music. Apple Apple Podcast, dear. Recommend <laughs> us on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> on Radio Public. Overcast, wherever you you know listen to podcasting, just do it seriously. Do it. Mm. And last but not least, like a major shout out to the Chicago Podcast Co-op because they allowed us to like you know by being a part of that collective. And like obviously, since this is ending, like we will no longer be a part of it. But I mean, being a part of that collective like literally allowed us to. Um, like buy our first recording yeah, equipment buy our first recording equipment it paid for some bills i mean it really truly did like like the money from those like ads. still yeah. <laughs> still um and and i mean and last but not least like this show led to the creation of a podcast company that like it's really dope that i get to like help run it with like two people i considered incredible friends um and it's Pulse Loudness. And Pulse Loudness is a collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer-identified hosts. And I'm so proud that I not only created it, but 
proud that I get to watch it grow. So yeah, um, I'm still part of the collective with Gossip Girls and um, with their new forthcoming show, I Need an Adult. So definitely check back at that website for updates on that. All right, Cher. So this is the very last time that we're doing this together. And since there really isn't a next time. (laughs) Come on, lean in here. Lean in here. Lean in here. And until the next time we ever do this, keep keep things things open-ended. Loudness. Audio.